When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi there, it's Kate, your host and author of the book, How to Be a Better Person. This week, it's Confrontation Nation here on the podcast. We're talking about whether and how to get into the things you disagree on with the people you care the most about. I set up the theme for this week on yesterday's episode. So if you're just tuning in this week, be sure to give that a listen too. The quick version is that there are so many things we can disagree on right now. Things that affect your daily life even more than politics or sports teams or the things we used to disagree on before the pandemic started. These things could be whether to open schools or wear masks or even inviting someone over to your house for a socially distanced glass of wine. Today's big idea is that there's a principle we can grasp onto that will help us navigate these tough discussions. And that is that it is impossible for everyone to be right. Because that's what's really at the root of the heatedness of these disagreements. It's this tug of, I'm right and you're wrong, and I've got to show you that you're wrong so that I can be right. Let me tell you something. Needing to be right is not helping. First, there are no right answers. I know we may feel very strongly that there are, but there aren't. For everything that seems clear-cut, you can find compelling evidence that it's not. Even whether masks are effective can be debated. I personally believe that every bit helps in keeping the virus at bay and masks will help us curtail the spread and I wear one whenever I go out in public. Yet, I'm helping a very intelligent doctor who spent much of his career at the National Institute of Health write a book, and he says that unless masks are N95 masks, they're really mainly cosmetic. Also, there are many populations for whom masks are a severe challenge, including folks who are hard of hearing and rely on lip reading or folks with severe anxiety or claustrophobia or autism. So even though I believe in masks and wear them whenever I'm in public, mask wearing is not a 100% absolute, everyone needs to do it all the time type of thing. Similarly, there are no ideal answers about whether schools should go back or we should bring back lockdowns. There are no absolutely right answers. When you let go of the idea that there is, you get to do something that's crucial. And that's to listen. In the most heated moments, you're either going to want to charge straight in or perhaps run far, far away, which is my go-to instinct. (laughs) But there is a middle ground, and it's to be curious enough to really hear what the other person is saying. And not just the content of their words, but the fears and concerns that are behind those words, too. If you're disagreeing with a friend about whether schools should reopen, I'm sure you won't have to dig very hard to find that they just want to feel that their family is safe. And I'm guessing you want that too. 
Perhaps you each place a different value on safety and have different ideas about how to go about creating it, but the same desire is present in both of you. Finding those commonality helps you connect even in moments of disagreement. There's something else that letting go of the need to be right gets you, and that is relief. It lets you off the hook of trying to manipulate the outcome of the conversation. When you can stop feeling like it's your job to convince someone else of something, it's such a relief. And let's face it, it's really, really unlikely to happen anyway. Because guess what? You can't control whether someone hears you or not. So, phew, cross that impossible task off your list. Also, having a need to make something happen that's probably not going to happen really just ends up being hurtful to yourself. To have a need for something that you're unable to have filled is setting yourself up for disappointment. And because you feel like you need it, not getting it from this person is going to feel like an affront. It's going to bug you. It's going to upset you. So basically, if you're needing someone to concede that you're right, you are participating in your own upset. It's a violence to yourself. Therefore, letting go of the need to be right is an act of self-compassion. What do you say instead? Make it your mission to relate, not manipulate. Share your point of view. Say things like, the way I see it, and we can agree to disagree. Or, it's helpful for me to hear your take on things. And then, once you say those things, you can listen to what the other person is saying, and you can seek to understand. If you come hard at someone and tell them all the reasons why what they think is wrong, their defenses are immediately going to go up and everything you say will bounce off them like grenades off a tank. If you're seeking to relate with no agenda to get them to change their mind, you might just say something that gets them thinking. A little seed that gets planted in their mind that can sprout all on its own. So your tiny assignment for the day is to remind yourself to relate, not manipulate. Honestly, it works in all kinds of interactions, not just debates about whether schools should reopen or not. Try it with your partner when you're talking about what to have for dinner, or with your kids when you're asking them to do something they don't want to do. When you take away the, you have to do this or else, they will often come around to something all on their own, and that's better for everybody. My son did not want to go to sailing camp this year. It's the one sport he's done with any regularity. It gets him outside and on the water, and he does it with his oldest friend. And this year, they're doing it in a very socially distanced way where the kids are staying in small pods and they're outside all day long. And he hadn't been to camp, and man, he needed to go be a kid with other kids. So I said to him, I'm not going to force you to go to sailing camp, but I really think that this will be the year you're big enough to feel like you can do it, and therefore, you'll like it more. I want for you to have something you do that you feel good about. All you need to do is try it, and then you can decide if you want to keep going. I was taking a gamble, and I knew it. But I also knew I wasn't up for arguing with him about it every day. And guess what? He's having a great time sailing this year. He came home yesterday raving about how far out into the bay he went, and how his boat was almost tipping over, and how fun it was. Because I wasn't forcing him, and he chose to be there on his own, he doesn't have to spend any time proving me wrong. He just gets to have the experience that he has with no underlying agenda. And that's my wish for all of our difficult conversations. I mean, please, I wish I could tell you something that would convince everyone you talk to to stop voting for racist candidates or that Black Lives Matter. But if we're ever going to heal the divide, we have to leave the door open for folks who are taking a hard line now to come back. 
if we try to make them feel wrong and like they're a bad person for believing what they do, they won't have any incentive or inclination to modify their views. I'm not talking about rewarding bad behavior. I'm talking about creating space for a change of heart. Not because you changed their mind, but because you helped make it possible for them to change their own. This is about helping other people become better people, and that doesn't happen through force. It's a long game. It takes patience. It takes resolve. It takes time. It's worth it. Keep tuning in this week because I'm sticking with this topic for the rest of the week. Tomorrow, we're talking about how to embrace your influence and then how to wield it in such a way that folks can actually listen instead of you just telling them how they should think or feel, which, believe me, is awfully tempting sometimes. When it comes to stamina, it really helps to have something in your toolkit that eases physical and mental tension. That's why I'm excited to be partnering with Therapist Preferred, a growing company that produces a line of premium CBD products made with hemp that's organically grown in the U.S. Whether you use their sports cream for aches and pains, soft gels with melatonin for sleep, or gummies for general anxiety and stress relief, Therapist Preferred can help you weather the storm. They even have dog treats. I heard from Robin, a listener, who tried the sports cream, and she said, I have tried several topical pain relief creams for lingering knee pain from an injury five months ago. After using Therapist Preferred Premium Sports Cream twice a day, I noticed a difference almost immediately. My knee feels less stiff and the localized pain has lessened. The cream absorbs quickly and a little goes a long way. I love this product. To try it for yourself, visit therapistpreferred.com and use the coupon code Kate Hanley. That's K-A-T-E-H-A-N-L-E-Y, all one word. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 